Let's move beyond your comfort zone and into your genius zone because it's time to tap into the higher wisdom within you, your higher genius. I'm your host, Christy Turley, author of the book, The Intuition-Led Business, serial entrepreneur and intuitive intelligence expert. Imagine the possibilities when you can make better decisions and create practical and sustainable solutions using the power of your intuition, your higher genius. This is the Higher Genius Podcast. So this episode is a little different than the other episodes that we've been doing. Um, in fact, it came out um, out of nowhere, just totally spontaneously. I was talking to my good friend, Julie Ann Cairns, and she and I were discussing this current global crisis, this pandemic and how people are afraid, yet we're told by many people on social media that it's not okay to be afraid. And she was telling me about this really simple process to dispel fear, and don't worry, it's not painful or anything, and how when we do this, um, that it helps to release a ton of anxiety. And when we don't do this, when we don't examine our fears and we're afraid to look at it, how it can actually cause more anxiety than the fear itself. And so she actually learned this process from a yogi master about 20 years ago. And so we'll take you through it. She takes me through it. Now, keep in mind, if you're driving, um, you'll want to wait to do this process when you're somewhere where you're safe. And if you fall asleep, you won't fall over um, because we are going to be closing our eyes. It's a very nice, peaceful practice. And I hope, I really hope you enjoy this. I think it's going to help a lot of people through this really tough time. So here we go. Oh, and one more thing, just to remind you about Julie's wonderful background. She's the author of the top selling Hay House book, The Abundance Code, How to Bust the Seven Money Myths for a Rich Life Now, which is on available on Amazon. And I'll put links in the show notes. She's also the director of the documentary of the same name, The Abundance Code. And it has hundreds of thousands of people who have watched it since its release. And it's now available as a three-part series on Gaia.com. So welcome to Julie. All right. Welcome back, Julie. Nice. Nice to be here again. Yeah. So I love coming on your show. Thanks. I love to have you. We have such wonderful conversations. So we were just actually on the phone earlier and we started talking about this, this system that you have or this method. I'm not sure what you would call it, but it seemed to be so relevant right now because we're going through this global pandemic and there's a lot of different emotions that we're all feeling. Absolutely. A lot, the wide range of them, right? And so fear is definitely one of those. And let's talk about that. Let's talk about the fear and how, how to work through it. Yeah, well, I mean, we were chatting about um, a piece that I wrote uh, a while back that was called The Subtle Art of Surfacing that I had put on my blog. And it's really a process that you can use when you have fears that are kind of circling underneath the surface. 
And I kind of liken it to, you know, remember that scene in the movie Jaws? Mm -hmm. Um, Gosh, that's going back. That's like 1975. So I'm revealing my age there. (laughs) But, you know, there's the scene where this, the shark is circling and there's that music. And it's, it's gotta be one of the scariest scenes from a movie ever. And one of the reasons that I think it's so scary is because it's underneath the surface. You know, you can't clearly, you can't see what it's doing. You know, you know, it's probably going to do something, but when is it going to do it? And um, the what you don't know in that scene is actually the scariest part of it. And that kind of got me thinking about how that's so true in our emotional landscape in our emotional lives, what is sitting underneath the surface that is kind of vague and not um, that, you know, we don't want to look at it, right? Because we think that seeing it in the, looking it in the eyes is just going to be so terrifying. So we avoid looking at it, but yet because we don't look at it, it retains this sort of power of just circling, circling, circling underneath the surface. And where I feel like this comes into play in people's fear or fears that you can't actually resolve, right? So like one example is, um, you know, a fear that I experienced when I had a child that I didn't even know existed before I had, which was the fear that she would die or I would die. You know, and I mean, we're all going to die, right? But the fear that I might die too soon for her or that she might die too soon and your child dying before you is too soon, right? So this is a fear that I can never resolve. It just sort of circles around below the surface. And because I can't resolve it, there's nothing I can do on the conscious level that's going to remove that fear. It's just a could happen one day sort of a thing. Um, I needed to find a way to surface it so that it didn't keep draining my energy away. And I think that that's something a lot about being very exhausted in this current time. And I think a lot of that exhaustion is from this draining of energy that occurs draining into fears and that are sitting underneath the surface. So yeah, I developed a process to help people with that. So before we get into that, you said something also very interesting in our previous conversation about fear and how there is some shaming going on. And I've seen this a lot on LinkedIn and um, especially in the business world. It's like, no, you can't, you you shouldn't feel fear because it's going to get in the way of you attracting your ideal clients, even in uncertain times, you know, you've got to learn how to not do that. And so what's the myth behind that? What's, there might be a little delay. Sorry, go ahead. I feel like. Yeah, this is not very helpful uh, because it's the kind of shame that you would apply to a machine, you know, like, you you know, you've got a machine with some sand in its gears and you're like, 
you know, you've got to clean out that sand so you can continue to be a machine. And it's like, we're not machines. We're human beings. Um, and I think it's really important at this time to, for us to acknowledge that and give ourselves some compassion and go, no, I'm, I'm a human being and I have some fear programs debated. These are, these are not programs that I can eliminate. And this is an interesting thing that I think is, is coming up right now, because I do a lot of work on helping people release their subconscious blocks. And a lot of subconscious conditioning that we picked up in childhood can be altered. But there's deeper conditioning than that that is actually very difficult to change and change it. You can just um, work with it. And that's the evolutionary programming. So we have a couple of evolutionary programs that we run, um, one of which is the safety and survival evolutionary programming. Another one is around belonging, because we survive better when we belong in a tribe. Um, there's a few evolutionary programs that you shouldn't expect to be able to change. But what you can do is acknowledge them and work with them. So I think for a lot of us, our survival instinct has been activated and our fear programs the fight fight flight or freeze programs have been activated so you know some of us may be having different reactions whether we've gone into fight or we've gone into flight or we've gone into fear um, may mean that we have different reactions but underneath all of those reactions is the fear of survival and that's the human fear that we would actually expect to be acting like a global pandemic. It's helpful for us to be shaming ourselves or other people about being kind of in a, a fear response, some forward motion. Um, denying the fear isn't going to help us get to the forward motion. So I guess that's my main point is let's look at the fear let's acknowledge the fear um just like you know surfacing that shark i remember in jaws you know when the shark came up and it was like so obviously an animatronic fake right <laughs> it wasn't free in the end so you know that film was a lot scarier when they kept that shark under the water um yeah and so uh, there is a process for us to be able to surface our fears and when we do that, they end up being a lot less scary. It's kind of like, you know, when you think there's, there's something in your closet at night when you're a kid. Totally. You know? Monsters when you, under when the When you bed. turn on the light, exactly. You turn on the light and you look and it's like, it's just a teddy bear or, you know, a shirt hanging on a, on a hanger, not a man or whatever, you know. Um, so we just want to bring the light to these fears and they end up being a lot less uh, scary when we do that. I love that. Shine a light on them. That's, I mean, that says it all right there. Cause when it's, when it's dark, you know, it's, it's, it's tough to see what's really there. It's, it's tough to discern from truth and illusion. So yeah, very, very cool. Okay. So let's, let's talk about how do we surface this fear? Are, are we going to start feeling really fearful when we do this or? Like? <laughs> <laughs> well, we're going to, we're going to feel what we feel. So uh, let me take you through the process because it ends up, like I said, once you service things, they're a lot less scary. Um, 
so let me take you through the process and then we can kind of do a little debrief on your experience of that and your listeners should be able to go through the same process while we do this okay great so okay. to start with to start with just close your eyes and take a couple of deep breaths and what i want you to do and to ask your body what is the most intense feeling that i have right now that's sort of sitting below the surface where is my fear and my anxiety residing in my body where is it locationally most intense in my body so maybe Christy, you can answer that question for me. Yeah. So it's, it's like between my stomach and my heart, like it's kind of stuck right between those yeah. two spots. And are they connected? Um, no. Which one is more intense? Well, I, oh, what I meant is it's not both at the same time. It's like right between those two spots. Oh, it's between. Uh -huh. Okay. Yeah. So it's one spot between the stomach yes. and the chest. Okay. Great. So focus your attention on that spot. And I'm going to ask you a series of questions. What shape is it? Mm, it's like a square. What color is it? Red. What texture is it? Smooth or rough? Mm, it's kind of spiky. Spiky. Yeah. A spiky red square. What temperature is it? It's hot. Spiky red hot square. Is it a square or a cube? Is it two? Oh, it's more of a cube. Yes. Mm -hmm. Thank it's you. A cube. Okay. Mm -hmm. Is it heavy or light? Heavy. Okay. Any other characteristics you want to share with me about it? It has really weird googly eyes. <laughs> <laughs> weird googly eyes. Where are the googly eyes? On the cube or yeah, on right the on the cube. Like yeah, right like, on the cube. Like somehow it has life. <laughs> so yeah. Okay. So do you feel like you have a fix on? how what shape it is what color it is what texture it is what yes. all the aspects of it mm -hmm. now oh, i want you kinda, to say it's kind of hairy too i'm just going to throw that hairy. in it's a little hairy yeah okay <laughs> that's great every way that you can describe it that is an adjective okay so this is one of the keys to the process is we're just describing it it's characteristic what it looks like what it feels like we're not saying attributing meaning to it we're not saying this is my fear about X or this is my guilt about my mother or anything like that. We're not, we're just describing it. And once you have a fix on what it looks like and feels like and how heavy it is and the temperature, now I want you to say to it, I see you. Mm. I see you. I acknowledge you. I see you. And I'm I not, acknowledge you. I'm not, not asking. You cut out just a bit. Can you repeat? 
and I'm not asking you to leave. It's okay for you to be here. And now I want you to say to this shape, the red spiky cube that's hairy with eyes that's hot, show me what you want to show me. And we're going to keep watching it and describing it in adjectives and see if it changes in any way. So say do it, show Okay, you cut out again. Can you repeat? Say show me do you, what you want to show me. Okay, show me what you want to show me. And just tell me if it's changing in any way. Is it moving? Is it changing color? Changing shape? Changing heaviness, lightness, temperature, anything? This is really interesting. So <clears throat> when I said I see you and show me what you want to show me, it's almost like a lid on the cube, like opened up. And then light shone through it, like up through my head, like, like, yeah, it was like a flashlight. And then it started to like rearrange itself and turn inside out. And then it turned into like a blue, uh, sphere that's yeah. like furry and soft yeah. and like not scary. Yeah. So that's interesting. great. Yeah. Yeah. And so I just encourage you to say thank you for showing me that yeah thank you for showing me that that's interesting it's totally my it, subconscious talking right I don't even know what this means yeah <laughs> and is there anything else you'd like to show me hmm. now it's like spinning around like a vortex like hmm like oh like fairy godmother turning Cinderella mm -hmm. around in a vortex like it's mm -hmm. kind of weird I don't know what is it going to show me again it's show me something else it's okay just stay with it and describe it what color is the vortex yellow mm -hmm. and what temperature is the vortex Oh, it's nice. It's like a spring day. <laughs> mm. And anything else? Just continue describing. Um, yeah, it just seems like it's still spinning, like it's transforming into something. Mm -hmm. um, Stay with it. Yeah, it's not really stopping. That's okay. It gets to do whatever it wants to do, okay? We're just describing and observing. To stay with it and keep describing what's happening. Sometimes this is tough for me because I know about dream symbolism and I'm, I'm like trying to analyze it. Like, what does this yeah. mean? Just okay, let so your just rational let mind like, go. Yeah, I let, the, let it go. <laughs> all the interpretation and meaning, let it go. Just stick with the adjectives. Okay. What so color is it? It's, what yeah. shape is it? So it stopped. It's 
yellow. Mm-hmm. It's a star, which is weird. Mm-hmm. Um, try not to judge again. Um, <laughs> yeah, it just reminds me of that inv- invincibility star from Super Mario. <laughs> like, like um, okay, you know the game, like where you have this invincibility and you can go through all the obstacles and kill them yeah, all the way. And that's like, awesome. Doesn't it doesn't take one of your lives? Yeah. Yeah. So that's interesting. A little smiley face. Uh huh. I hear the music from Super Mario. <laughs> oh, cool. Yeah. So that's some pretty powerful symbolism for you. Yeah. Yeah. So ask it is there anything else you would like to show me? Hmm. I just got the number eight. It's kind of like mm-hmm. an infinity symbol. Hmm. Great. And what's the feeling that you get from this transformed? Oh, like object, peace. total peace and calm. Peace. And, um, yeah. I mean, invincibility. What could be better than invincibility, right? <laughs> <laughs> and infinity. Right. Yeah. Okay, so spread now from the area of your chest where that original cube was. Mm-hmm. And let it spread. If this is a beautiful feeling that you want to embody fully, then let it spread. Into every cell of your body. And now into your auric field and radiating out from you without leaving you, attracting into your manifest reality that which matches the energy of this gift. Turning you into a magnet, a beacon, attracting like for like from this moment forward. Thank you, thank you, thank you. How does that feel? Yeah, that was pretty cool. Was it? Yeah. No. No, didn't hurt. No. Wasn't embarrassing. (laughs) Hurt had something to teach you, right? Like it. So just come back to your body first. Let's ground out. Yeah. So just feel your body connecting to uh, the ground feeling your connection to earth as if there's a golden chain extending from the base of your spine, grounding into the center of the earth. And then follow your chakras from the base chakra all the way up to the top of your head and becoming aware that there's a beautiful filament of white light extending from the top of your head, connecting you up to divine source. So that you're always connected to divine source. You're always grounded into Mother Earth, aligned, intuitively guided, um, perfect for you action moving forward. And just thank that wonderful lesson and um, display 
let's call it display because we were we weren't trying to interpret so much as just observe so thank that fear for the wonderful display that it gave you of its true nature great Mm. That was really cool. Yeah. It so is now cool. What? Now what? What do we do? Do I, we I love do it. we deliberate? Like do we analyze or do we just like Well, I think good. the the key point to the experience is that when you look at it, when you're willing to go there and look at it without judging it. And this is the wonderful part of just using adjectives and not creating meaning is that we take out our judgment. So we're not judging the feeling, we're just being with the feeling and asking the feeling what it, what it would like to show us. And when we do that, um, I have never experienced it to be anything other than illuminating and um, certainly not a process that makes that leaves me fearful in the end just shining the light on that fear it turns out to not be a fear it's it's on our side it's like it's not an enemy it's on our side right the mm -hmm. fear is there to show us something and when we're willing to just look and experience and describe to ourselves what it's showing us I don't want to say the fear dissolves, right? Because that's actually not the purpose of the exercise. The purpose of the exercise is to go into the fear and say, it is okay that you're here. I am not asking you to leave. And that's very counter to what we're taught in our society. You know, we're meant to suppress our fears or we're meant to conquer them, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And soldier on in the face of our fears, like feel the fear and do it anyway. Mm -hmm. And it's like, Yes, feel the fear, really feel the fear, be with the fear. You know, if that's, that's, I think, the message and feel the fear and do it anyway, whereas often we just jump to do it anyway without feeling the fear, right? So this process is about, yes, I'm going to acknowledge and really feel into what this fear is, is going to show me. And let it show me what I'm not going to force you know that my my red cube transform into a golden star right if it does then i'm just going to watch that but i'm not going to force this process in any way or impose upon it any ideas that i might have from my conscious mind about what it should look like and what it should transform into and whether it should stay or go away yeah That's yeah i used to have a real problem with stuff like this just because just what you said. It's like, you're trying to make it mean something or you're, you, you're like, is this the right answer? And yeah, like the process is just like, what was the first thing that came to my mind? What was the first color that came to my mind? What was the first shape, et cetera, you know? Yeah. And it's, it's almost like you're watching a movie or you're, yeah. Yeah. Like you're daydreaming. It's just what comes up yeah. first for you and not, not judging it or trying to make it not trying to control the the vision or the the dream, so to speak. Yeah, exactly. And even, you know, some people have difficult 
able to with right and and seeing things um but if you just do that do the actual you know questions and and go with the first answer that comes to mind even if you're not visually seeing anything it still works so mm -hmm. just asking what color are you what shape are you uh what temperature are you and going with the very first answer that comes to mind even if it's not a visual experience yeah that's so great well good cool. well is there anything else you want to mention before we wrap up any any um, how can people get a hold of you or learn more about what you do? Can you talk a little bit about, about your services and what it is that you do? She did an article about this. Um, you can go to my blog, theabundancecode.com. Um, and just click on the menu um, to go to the blog. And then you can type in the search uh, thing or subtle art and that'll take you to the blog that's called the subtle art of surfacing that you know has this whole process so that you can refresh your mind about how to do it awesome well thank you so much julie for for coming on today and sharing with us this this process what what is do you have a name for the process yet oh there's a little delay Oh, yeah. You just cut out. We got, we got some internet things going on today. Yes. <laughs> Thanks for bearing with us, so, everyone. <laughs> so everybody's on the internet. Everybody's on the internet. Right. All I know everyone's all home, around the world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, no, I'm really happy to share this process because it's been so helpful to me over the years. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. And does it have a name or, uh, Origination, do you remember where you learned it? Yeah, I learned it uh, from a yogi um, about 20 odd years ago. It's so it's, you know, it's kind of a meditation process um, that I've just found incredibly useful. Prior to that, you know, I had a lot of emotional stuff that I was dealing with from my childhood, abuse issues, and I had actual terror about facing some of my feelings, you know, like I did the last thing I wanted to do was face some of my feelings. And when I learned this process, it was so helpful to me because the very first time I experienced it, I realized that it wasn't scary. And that a lot of the feelings that I had buried, um, when I brought them to light, they just weren't they weren't as terrifying as I thought they were going to be, you know? And yeah, it really allowed me to process a lot of stuff that I had been too afraid to go to before that. Awesome. Thank you so much again, Julie. Yeah. All right. Well, hear that everyone. Abundance. To to you. Oh yeah, you too. So yeah, definitely check out Julie's blog at theabundancecode.com and do a search for that blog, um, The Subtle Art of Surfacing. And thanks again. I hope you loved today's episode. And if you did, please subscribe and leave a like, comment, and or review. Every interaction, whether on YouTube or your favorite podcast platform, helps this podcast to reach more people like you. Thank you for tuning in to the Higher Genius Podcast. 